Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag. You know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy Hunt. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Well, 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 well. Welcome to it is the world famous. Jigman Freud Radio Broadcast, known the world over is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. Thanks for joining us. I am Jignatius Jaguar. Later today, we will talk to John O'Connor. We'll also have Larry Tracy with us as well. And uh, who knows? We'll maybe talk to an author at some stage of the game. Lots of things happening. Lots of things going on. Of course, as you all know, you can go to our website, JiggyJagwire.com. The all-new JiggyJagwire.com, by the way. Uh, That is quite the impressive little website. I have put in a lot of time (laughs) and effort (laughs) to get that thing going. And, uh, holy crap. (laughs) I I am so tired of messing with that website. A couple months ago, well, not even a couple months ago, about a a month ago, I'd say, I had a conversation with a group of gentlemen from the adult film world. They are in the PR department of a a company, and uh, they spent a good portion of the conversation insulting JiggyJaguar.com. And I thought, you know, I haven't messed with JiggyJaguar.com in a hell of a long time. So I am going to go over and get that done. So now you can go over and you can listen to Jiggy Jag 24-7, which is our audio stream. It is available via our website, the aforementioned supersonic website, JiggyJaguar.com. We've got latest news. We've got health uh, we've got a health section. We have our podcasting. We have uh, you can watch video and listen to audio directly off our website. We have archived audio. We have uh, a lot of our old favorites up there. Um, current events, news and views. We have um, sections for animals, uh, culture, commentary. Arts and Entertainment, Pam Oaks has her own section on the website. Uh, we've got 
anything concerning worst to first Joe Biden on our website. We've got our big guest interviews. Uh, Dennis Kucinich and DC, the Brain Supreme from Tag Team, Mike Lindell, Adrian Paul Vince Russo, all that. COVID-19 section and domestic violence section. Uh, we have all of our past interviews and segments with the fantastic, late, great Dr. Jack Caravelli. Um, an entertainment section. We have comedians on there. Anything and everything it is available at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. John O'Connor has his own section up there. Lots of things going on at the website of record, which is JiggyJaguar.com. Now, I did an interview the other day with a radio station group in North Carolina, I believe. I believe it was North Carolina. And these folks, they don't want to hire. um, They don't want, they want to hire an operations manager. And they want someone to come in and basically run the day-to-day. But they don't want any changes done. (laughs) They want no changes done. They don't want me to come in and try to bring them into the future. They uh, want none of that stuff. The woman that has the job is retiring. She's leaving. They just want me to come in and do nothing. I went ahead and recorded that entire interview and we are going to play it right now here on our Monday edition of the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Here it is right now. Uh, But Hmm. that's pretty much... (laughs) And a lot of times they they steal them and they do them very horribly, which I'm just like, if you would have just hired me, we wouldn't have had this problem. (laughs) But I understand. Well, I asked the question because, I mean, you know, the position that we have here... We have a good we have a good operation. Um, I've worked here 24 years. I, I think I'm going to be one of those people in the box. Um, we had a, a director of programming that had been here for 22, and we both worked together for a long time. And uh, she just was ready to retire, and so the position opened up because of that. She didn't do anything wrong, and there's yeah. you know the stations are, the stations are good. We're in a unique situation. Um, there's really the position does not require a lot of programming. I know it sounds kind of crazy. Um, we have we have five stations in the cluster. We have an urban station. Uh, it's got a great program director there. We've got a rock station. It's got a programmer that's been there for 20 years. She's incredible. Um, we've got a uh, almost like a greatest hits station. It's called Beach Music, which is kind yeah. of popular around here in this area. Um, it doesn't really require a lot. Most of it is um, leased programming that we have people to just go sell their shows. And they're all a bunch of DJs that DJ a bunch of bars. And they do a great job. It's really kind of low maintenance. Um, we, over the past, well, the end of October, we flipped two radio stations. Um, 
into a, a, a more of a I shouldn't say flipped them. We redirected them. We had a urban sta- a turban station that was very rhythmic, and we decided to just make it a CHR station. Just just get rid of so much of the rhythm. Just make it more more of a traditional CHR. Age it up a little bit. Put a syndicated morning show on it to give it more of a female appeal, and then went to a Westwood One format. So that radio cool. station really requires no programming at all. Um, then we have a the station that was hot AC. We moved it to a traditional AC, put Delilah on, um, have a syndicated show with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. And then we're more of a, a an AC, but sounds a lot like a soft rock station. Um, cool. And so that station... Um, needs some needs some programming as far as just ideas um imaging ideas promotions that sort of thing so there's not a lot of like hey go get your hands dirty or hey here's a big problem you know here's a big problem radio station we need you to come in and save the day it's it's the stations are brand new they're where we want them to be um and so we just need somebody to sort of take the helm, you know, and, cool. and, yeah. and then, you know, for the, for the rest of the departments kind of have somebody who's, you know, I interviewed a guy yesterday. Just, it was just unbelievable. I mean, it, I don't need anybody to step in and be the man. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. need somebody yeah. just to, just to, just to keep everything in check, just to be, a, you know, hey, we've got good people. They've been in these positions for a long time. They, they're, they're good at what they do we don't want to do anything drastic here we've already made all the changes just need somebody to manage the helm on the programming side somebody that i can meet with you know on a week or bi-weekly basis and you know talk about strategies about how we can maybe you know come up with some revenue ideas so so i just wanted you to kind of know the lay of the land nothing's broken here and a lot of times people want to come in and change yes and that's yeah. not something that needs to happen. That's fantastic. Yeah. So. so I don't know if that's a that that that, that sounds that sounds it. fantastic. I I just am, uh, you know, uh, what is the what would be the uh, daily duties? I guess and 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 all that. So, um, well, we've got the we've got the the, the station that is uh, Westwood One format. It's it's syndicated, so uh, or satellite fed. So it needs to have. I have a person that's a part timer that is doing the what we call localizations. You submit these localizations through the portal. Um, yeah. Right now, he's just kind of doing what he thinks is important. Um, but it would be nice if we had some direction for him. It's like, hey, you know send me the localizations. Let me look at what you came up with. Okay. Maybe, maybe polish them up a little bit. Okay. Then send them, you know, right now, yeah. you know, I'm not a program director, but I am in this figuring it out right now. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I look at some of what he's got, but I mean, I need an expert that looks at that. So that's, that's one thing. Uh, the other side of yeah. it is on the, um, on the AC station. Um, the, the afternoon drive guy is our production director. So I need somebody to be on the air, you know, do a midday show, um, and then 
program that radio station uh, to to manage that station. Now, as far as other daily duties, you know, we would have goals that we want to try to try to achieve in the markets. the the market The radio market here is is really spread out. Um, we cover twenty counties. Um, the, it's about a two and a half to three hour radius of turf that we cover because it's so flat. Um, so it's really extremely difficult to be local. And we kind of, we kind of know that we've, we've tried so many local morning shows. I'm not saying they can't work, but there's a tremendous amount of effort to, to be relevant in 20 counties. Yeah. So all the stations that have gone to like, our rock station has John Boy and Billy, and they oh, kill yeah. it. I mean, they're relevant everywhere. So, so when we've tried to do local morning shows, it's been hard. If you're because most of these places, they don't care about each other. There's no reason to go to Jacksonville, North Carolina, if you live in Greenville, North Carolina, and there's a university there and whatever. There's there's no reason to do that. You just stay yeah. in your area. Um, so we're we're really regional radio stations. And so uh, we have we operate like that. Uh, we kind of know that hey, we want it to be local. Local radio needs to be. Um, but as far as daily, daily duties, it's just making sure that the team is motivated, that the that the team is um, that the uh, they have the support of you as far as being the leader. When we have a hurricane like we did with Hurricane Florence and it wiped us out, you know, I have to have somebody that's. You know, going to help me turn the lights out at the end of it. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I literally at the end of Hurricane Florence, it was about three of us, and we and we did the best we could. We put things on top of center blocks, and we grabbed the servers. I, I called my mom up. I said, "Mom, I have two um, servers in my car right now. I have two radio stations in my car, <laughs> and the building flooded four feet of water. Wow. It flooded everything. Holy smokes! Um, we had to work through that." Um, but the people that are here have been through all that stuff. They've been through COVID together. I mean, they're just great employees, a great team. Yeah. So, I, so it's not something where somebody needs to come in here and, hey, I'm going to change everything. Oh, no, yeah. We, we kind of have it the right way. We just need somebody to, hey, you know, what do you need today? You know, you have any what can I help you with? You know, I, 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 I noticed this. It's like, hey, you know, you – have you thought about doing it this way? You know, not you suck, but you know, <laughs> you know is there is there? Yeah. It's 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 more of that. You know, I mean, the person that was in the role did a great job. She just wanted to just wanted to retire, be with her husband, and yeah. fish on the weekends and, and during the week. You know, so it's some. It sounds like similar to where you're at. I mean, there's good, probably good people there. So people don't want to leave good companies. They like it. Yes. Um, so, I mean, you know, there's, that's the good and the bad of it. Um, well, so one, really of, one of the things that uh, I notice that radio stations do not do, <laughs> and I don't know if it's just because they just don't know how or they just don't care, <laughs> but a lot of them do not embrace video and social media. They just don't. And... Yeah. You know, that would be, um, you know, something that, that I would I would love to see happen there. And I, and I don't know 
how much of that they're doing or what they're doing and we have a we have a webmaster um that works for us in our cluster and he pretty much the the on-air people go to him to to put things up you know yeah. but, but i think what may mit what be missing is is yeah how what is the relevancy of the content you know it's it's well it also is that stuff you can and, go sell yeah. too yep that's right so I mean, all those are opportunities. I mean, I feel like they're they're good opportunities. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm looking for somebody just to be the a, a teammate. You know, not not. I don't need somebody coming here and hey, we're gonna do it this way now. You know, need somebody that you know. We we sit together, you, me, the engineer. You know, and we and we maybe the, the traffic director one day. You know, and say hey, let's talk about you know, some of the stuff that we've got in our system and we, is everything coded right? You know, yeah. what about our, how are we doing with, uh, getting our, 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 our missing copy reports, you know, where we look, how do we look in production, getting the production guy involved that, you know, these are all elements that, you know, this position entails. So having somebody that is, you know, looking at it to make it better, um, cause it's not broken. It just, you know, we maybe could be a little better. Um, yeah. And then having some fresh ideas, you know, coming from a different area, you, there might be some things that that you've done there that we that we we haven't done here, and and the reason we haven't done them here is because we've had people in the position so long that they they're com- they've been comfortable yes. doing the promotions that work for them. But there might be some things that other things that we could try. Not yeah. that we would abandon the other ones, but maybe we could try some new things. Um, so I think a a fresh lens is nice. Um, I don't have anybody on the team that wants this job, and I think <laughs> that is amazing. Call. There's nobody. There's nobody there that's like, "Hey, you you passed me up. You know, you 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 decided to get somebody out of the market, and you over you you passed me up." Because I've asked them, I was like, "Hey, you want this job? No, I'm good right now. Um, I've got a person that's worked with me for 20 years, my Rock PD, and she she's like, "Look, I just don't want I just don't want to deal with it." You know, I'm I'm good. I love I love the station I'm at. I'm happy. You know, um, just don't bring an asshole in. <laughs> you know, so that's sort of that's sort of where people are. So it's not like you know that you would walk into a situation where oh I hate this guy. Everything he does is stupid. You know, because you didn't give me a shot at it. You know, it's 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 really just a great dynamic that we have. Um, and I think we're we're just looking. I'm interv- I've interviewed a ton of people. I'm, I want to be very careful that I get somebody that I feel like m- will mix well with what we have, and it's more of a personality thing. Yes, um, yes. Than anything else? If it's mm-hmm. yeah, and and that's so, that's the thing is, you know, like for instance, I worked at a um, I worked at a a place called Rocking M Radio uh, years and years ago, and ev- and everybody worked well together. The, the salespeople, you know, worked well together. And the programming people worked well together and all the stuff. And it was fantastic. And for whatever reason, the people that owned the stations, they were newspaper people. So they went from one dying media to another. <laughs> they went from newspaper to radio. And they came in and they immediately had to hire a new, I guess it would be an operations manager. And this guy comes in, and he immediately is like, well, 
uh, the guy who has been here for eons, who the entire community loves, and you know is the morning guy on the rock station. He's fantastic. He's you know he is the living embodiment of Doctor Johnny Fever. You know he's he's mm-hmm. he's the man. Well, he's got to go. We're going to face him out. He's going to retire. And then the guy that is our head sales manager, who's making like sixty thousand dollars a month on his own. <laughs> That guy's got to fucking go too. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, both of these guys leave, and then there's all sorts of chaos. And then the guy's bringing in his own people, and they're not the greatest in the world. And they ruined the whole thing there. <laughs> so I completely understand you've got all these people, and all you need is someone to come in and just kind of keep the car on the road. Everything else is fine. Everybody else is doing doing their thing, and yep. that's all you really need. Yep. It sounds and, like the perfect job, know, actually. <laughs> it's not a. I mean, it's real. I mean, if it's you know, it, it's all what people want. Like the guy yesterday. I mean, he was he was a he, he's a fine individual, but he wants to come in and, and make a bunch of changes. Oh, you better and, believe that's, that's he does. You better believe he does. And, he and, wants to come in and. He, he he probably wants to fire a couple different people and probably wants to move some people around, and I would assume probably uh, he's probably got a couple people at another station that he really likes, and he's going to move them in, and then he, and yeah, all, all the nonsense. And all well, you're really wanting is someone to come in and have the title of, you know, operations manager or whatever, and just make sure that things kind of run smooth, and if... You know, like you were saying with the production director. You know, the guy does on-air stuff, but he also does the production. Okay, you need some money every once in a while. You know, either either he does production, and then you pass off the, the middays or whatever to this, to this new guy, or you figure something out. It, it, it's, it's little things like that, and... You know, if they have some ideas for this or for that, they they contribute. It's it's not a big deal. It actually sounds like the most perfect radio job I've ever interviewed for because <laughs> you you're not expected to be there at five a.m. and then be there till five and then turn around and work in the evening and then oh uh, by the way you're gonna be back here at five a.m. Yeah, um. it's not. It's, it's it's really not. It's and so I think when people, you know, some of the people I've talked to, that they, they want, they, it's almost like they want that. They want the um, disruption. They want to. They want to see my and, my and, thing is like for instance, I was at a um, I was at a place called K Sun at one point, and K Sun was uh, it was an interesting little place. They had all sorts of you know, volunteers and, and various people. And it was it was a non-profit radio station, all these things. And everything worked. But the guy who was the, I guess, the operations manager, or the guy who was running the place, whatever you want to call him, he really didn't want to move forward. And he really didn't want to really do anything. And mm-hmm. everybody that was working there had all sorts of ideas. Like, like we had a, a group that went out and they sold a New Year's, a live New Year's Eve thing. And 
They'd made all sorts of money. All we had to do was get the damn program on the air. And he really wasn't into that. And so the night of the uh, New Year's Eve thing, he locked him, he locked him out of the building. And so they didn't do the show, and they didn't make that money. And I'm like, so the goal of radio is to make money. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, and you let all this cash walk out the door. And he's like, well, we're not ready for that. We might be able to be ready for that next year. And I'm like, well, first of all, mm-hmm. by next year, uh, A, they're probably not going to be here. Two, uh, those sponsors and advertisers and underwriters and all that crap, they're not going to be around next year because mm-hmm. you've screwed them this year. <laughs> yeah. So I I completely understand. You, you don't want someone to come in and just radically change the place. And, yeah. you know, I I love that, but I also love the fact that you're not um, wanting somebody to to come in and well, you got to be here twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. No, it doesn't require that. I mean, it, it would if we didn't have good employees, yeah. and, and that, that's the thing. If 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 we if this position, if it's not, if we don't get the right person in this role, then we'll have a, a much larger problem. Yes, you know, because. It, then people won't want to work there, and then we'll have to hire all those people that were good people because we made a bad hire. We, and I won't say we made a. I don't think people are bad. I think we didn't make the right hire. Yes, you know, because yes. the person that wants to go change everything, there's a place for that guy. I mean, there's some radio stations that need blown up. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is a lot of radio stations, brother, that that, yes. that need somebody to come in and uh, overhaul the place. And, and so. A guy like that's great for that. He's going to have his entourage. He's going to bring in, and that's that's going to save the day for some people. But for us, we're not we're not there, so it's not. So it is. A You've got it situation. all. You just need somebody to come in and kind of do their thing. Man, the ship. yeah, yeah, and and really be be a teammate, team player. You know, um, and and we've all kind of talked about that. I, I I brought everybody in last Tuesday, and we did a department head meeting just with the with the on air staff and. And I said, hey, what's, what is the ideal person that we're going to bring in look like, you know, for, for you? We kind of went around the room, and, and that was it. It was, it was like, hey, we, you know, we just want somebody to work with us. You know, we don't want anybody to, you know, we're good. Our ratings are good. You know, people are happy. Um, so just don't screw it up, Joe. Don't hire some asshole here, and we're good to go. You know, <laughs> I, mean, I, I get where they're at. Um, so that's really what I'm, you know, what I'm looking at, and, and – you know, just trying to just more or less in these interviews, just talk to people. I don't really have any. Everybody's good. I mean, I, I've I've looked through all the interviews, all the uh, resumes. Yeah, I wouldn't have called you or, or sought you out if you didn't have a great resume and didn't seem like a an awesome individual. So I don't really <laughs> feel like I've. Oh, I, you I you calling me an awesome individual? Don't let that get around. That'll ruin your reputation. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. You know, I've I, assumed that you know how to use Music Master and Selector. Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, most people do. Um, I assume you know how to use Adobe Audition? Oh, very much so. I'm a cool edit person, but Adobe Audition is just basically yeah, cool edit, cool, cool edit with that. a couple uh, bells and whistles. It's basically, yeah. there was, what was it? Peter Questgard was the only one that actually yeah, spent money on cool you know, we, edit. We don't have wide orbit. Some people use that. Um, oh, thank God. But, I hate wide orbit. <laughs> yeah. But there's, I mean, you know, there's, there's different programs, you know, for, for uh, production or whatever, but 
Um, I mean, we got, we got, I think the company gives us what we need. They're a good company to work for. They're, they're, they're private. You know, we don't have shareholders, you know, we don't, they're doing all this stuff. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a good group to work for. Um, I guess I want to wrap this up. Do you have any questions for me on anything specific? Well, what, what are you guys exactly looking to do as far as, you know, this isn't one of those things where. Well, if we hire you, you got to be here by Monday at 8 a.m., and it's a Friday. <laughs> no, no. But good th- the good thing is that the satellite format's in play. It, it's not really – I mean, it, it's running itself. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, the station that we flipped a traditional AC goes all Christmas music on Monday and will be Christmas music oh, all boy. the way to Christmas. <laughs> Christmas and then, music. And then, and then after that, it will flip to – the music that we've had in the system, nobody's going to remember that because it's only been in the format for a month. So I've wow. got basically two two months to to hire somebody for this position. That is fantastic because yes. one of the things yeah. about, especially right now, is we're getting ready to go to Thanksgiving, <laughs> and then two weeks it's Christmas, and it's mm-hmm. like people aren't moving. <laughs> People are not moving, mm-hmm. and you know, my my whole thing is is that you know, especially with you guys being where you are, I would I would like to come out and do you know see the place and meet mm-hmm. everybody and mm-hmm. try to find somewhere to live and you know all these things and so this actually seems like. Uh, the the perfect opportunity because you guys are not looking to move like tomorrow but you're not you know you're 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 wanting to get somebody that's that's going to be perfect for the position so this is fantastic what what is the uh pay and the benefits or do you know well we're we're really between the 50 i mean the uh, 50 to 65 range um, that's actually that better than <laughs> that's that's better than I thought because I have interviewed for so many of these operations manager jobs and they want to do low thirties and I'm no, like no we, I'm like the, the position yeah the position is too there's too much responsibility to hire somebody you know at that level I, <laughs> yeah. I, if, if if we were if we were maybe maybe three radio stations deep. And the radio stations weren't major market players. I yeah. would see that, but we have a Goldsboro cluster, which is a, another cluster a little further away. It's between us and Raleigh, and there, we're looking for an op- ops manager there. And it would be that range, but it's three three radio stations, and they're they're not big. The, the wattage is not big, but yeah. we got five radio stations. All of them cover the entire market, and you know they're big sticks. And there's a lot going on here. And well. You know, An- another question I have mm-hmm. um, with this, actually two of them. Um, does any of these stations, are any of these talk stations? No. No, okay. Um, another thing is um, you mentioned you've got another group that's looking for an operations manager. What, are, are you hiring for that and for this? Or what? how's that working? Um, yep, both. And, and I don't know that I don't, I don't manage that cluster of stations. It's a small cluster. Um, 
so this cluster, this is our second largest cluster in our in our company. Yeah. So. Um, okay, because I was just trying to be, figure out be, if if yeah that you were hiring for both and or you were hiring one person to do both or what what that was about. No, so. no, just we're just hiring one one for each because they're far enough apart that we need to keep some distance. But you know, they're they're, they're separate operations. Um, so I don't, I don't run that operation. I just run this operation. Well, that's so, cool. And I don't know that that operation necessarily needs to have a market manager. I think it just needs to have an ops manager. Um, so besides, manager. besides the ops part of it, um, is there an on-air component at all? Or is it just yes. you're running the yes. day-to-day and that's it? Yeah, you run the day-to-day and you do it and you do a shift. Well, that's awesome because I I never understood these people who get into radio and don't don't do anything on air. <laughs> like, why are you in radio? Well, go go sell yeah, insurance. I think, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, most of the time, you know, having a, a somebody who's a, a PD and you know that you're just closer to the product when you are are part of the product. Yes. If, if you're not part of the product, then it's it's a separate thing. You know what I mean? I'm not on the air. But um, I do a lot of things that go on the air. You know, yes. I do. Uh, I do. We call radio success stories, and I go out and I meet the, the advertisers that are running on the radio station. I bring my equipment in, and I produce out the success story because we didn't have any success stories. So I was like, you know what? We're just going to have. I'm going to make some success stories. So I go out and once a month I interview a different um, advertiser, and then we put that up on the station. We put it up on the uh, social media, and then we also air it. Uh, during the day in a promo slot, um, and then, but I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm I'm in radio. I want to be involved, but also I'm not I'm not programming anything. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm too busy to do that stuff. Yeah. So, well, that's and awesome. I let people do their job. I'm not. I don't want to be. I don't want to program it. I don't have enough time. You know, I, don't have, <laughs> I don't enough, have enough time. Yeah, I'm not going to walk back there and like, oh, James, you know what what's going on here, man? You know. That break sucked. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. That's your job. Well, uh, so. that's pretty much all I've got. This this sounds like the the most perfect job that I've ever interviewed for. <laughs> what is it? Because because the, the pay what is, is perfect. Like? The um, you know, ev- everything seems to be perfect. Your, you know, I was I was a little stressed before we did this because when I did the I don't know what you'd call it—a pre-interview with the, uh, with the—I uh, don't even know what the hell recruiter. she would be referred to—the the recruiter or whatever. Yes, I don't know if she was. Recruiter. I don't know if she was having a bad day that day, or what it was, but she was very curt, very short, seemed angry, mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm-hmm. and at one point I'm just like, wow, what the hell is this next interview going to be like? <laughs> <laughs> So, but this has been totally different. Interviewing, yeah, she's she's interviewing all the pre-screening everybody for me. So yes, when you get to me, (laughs) she obviously thought enough of you to give you for for me to get your name. Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, and and you know, I'm I'm very open and honest. I'm look, you know, it's it for me. It's just going to be, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get this this position filled, you know, by the end of the month. You know, at that point, I'm gonna let you know you got it or you don't. Oh, and yeah. yeah. So it's that's just where it is. I mean, I, I, 
I'm, I'm hoping to find the, the right person, and I think I may interview people again. You know, just well, talk, yeah, and you know? and that's that's the best way to do it, brother. I think that's yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've got. Um, you have any questions for me or anything? Or I I don't. I think I've I've got what I what I needed, and and uh, I'll let you know where it goes from here. Hey, that's fine. Just keep me in the loop, brother, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. You too. Take care. Thank Thanks. you, man. Appreciate it. So that is. <laughs> Hey, that is what a typical job interview does not sound like. Absolutely amazing. Yes, indeed. We are back live here on your world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast, live as live can get. It's 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. KFRK in Denver. Live video on our website, J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. And of course, all of our videos are posted to Rumble, Facebook, Clout Hub, Bitch Shoot. Oh, to Facebook, I said Facebook. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you can get a hold of us online at JiggyJaguar.com. Also, Find all of our other content over there at the mic.fun. That's T-A-G-M-I-C And we are going to go to our next guest. He joins us live here on the telephone. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend. Tell us a little about yourself. Hello, uh, my name is Brian. Uh, living, born and raised in America. Um, as we all have been through a lot, you know. Um, I graduated from Lindbergh High School. I had a dream to become a professional sports player, but things didn't go out that the way I planned. Yeah. I wrote a book about some things that I went through, and just here to get an interview about the situation that went down, and hopefully it will encourage the listeners. Fantastic. So, uh, tell us a bit about the book. Well, the book is about um, when I was a child, my uh, dream was to become a professional sport player. Okay. And due to the uh, due to the experiences that I encountered in Little League, this is what caused me to dream big. Um, I was an MVP quarterback twice, uh, MVP baseball pitcher twice, uh, compared to more than 10 different NBA stars. And, you know, uh, being that young and, and receiving all that publicity and all those awards made my brain believe that uh, I could have went farther. So sports was my choice, uh, a dream, and I was talented and gifted, and uh, I made a bad decision, and things didn't go according to the way I desired or planned it to be. Wow. So, tell us a little bit about your writing process, my friend. Tell us all about this book. Well, um, the writing process was, it wasn't that easy because I, I had to do the editing, of course, the writing, and all of that myself, you know. So, I had to get online, study, read books on grammar, uh, synthesis, structure, paragraph writing. But um, I, I 
it, uh, it came to a point where I reached the finish line and got it published. And I'm here to just um, speak on it and let the people know what type of book that's out there. Because truly, it's a book that our young men, as well as females, uh, need to uh, listen to or read. Because this story is, is, you would think that it's for me or for a certain type of people, but it's for the world. Because the reason why I say that, because the world is dealing with drug abuse, uh, alcohol addiction, chemical control substances, and for the most part, that's why most of the crime is going on. And and I can say that because of my experience. All of my friends, we were on the streets doing drugs and getting high, and that's where all the crime came, through us. All the people that uh, committed crimes against us, they also were dealing with drugs. So I just want to touch people's lives and hopefully help some communities and help some people to keep their brain focused on the uh, on their dream and their goal because all it takes is one bad decision you can find yourself going to the left when you should have been going to the right. Yes. <laughs> you better believe it. You better believe it. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big, big program. So putting this book together and getting it out there, uh, what has been some of the more, I guess, uh, trials and tribulations and the, the, the process of getting this thing published? You know, uh, the process of getting it out there, you know, when I sent the book off to a couple of publishing companies, uh, they did not deny me, you know, because sometimes, you know, they get denied to be published. But I guess the content of what the story is about, it was uh, easy uh, being able to be, to be received of a story like this. But the process of uh, getting my hands on the finances and the money, that was the hard part because I'm living on disability and... Dealing with disability only really gave me $8,000 a year, and I've been living that income for the past 25 years, $8,000 a year. So it has not been easy, you know what I mean? Just the sound of $8,000 a year, that sounds rough. But I handled it, took care of business, I thank God for a second chance because of uh, what I've seen, because of what the mercy he had upon me. And it, it, the process has been quite overwhelming, if I can say so. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big, big program. So who are some of your influences as far as writing goes? Well, you know, uh, basically the influences I've had in writing, uh, I really can't pull out a person's name and say this person influenced me or encouraged me. Um, well, I would say I go and say, well, God, because he put this in my mind to um, get my message out to the world. Um, you know, due to me, I was in church and I kept backsliding from the church and backsliding from the church because my mind was like, why these people won't let me share my story? This story is, is a message that's supposed to help the see, help the people see that um, you don't have to do this. I mean, this is what can happen to you. And um, I guess I can say God influenced me, you know? Yes. So you mentioned 
at at the top of the at the top of the broadcast here, you were talking about the fact that you were a big deal sports um, person. I was a big what? I'm sorry. You 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 were you were a big deal in sports. Tell me yes. a little bit about some of your sports accomplishments. Give us give us some more details here. Yeah, um, like uh, I was able to quarterback, pitch, and shoot from a three point range with either arm. So that's a, a skill. Son of a bitch, man! That's a hell of a deal. Yeah, that's a skill and talent that's not me to have. And no, to be honest, I have not really seen that in the NBA. I'm quite sure someone in the NBA has it, but when you have that type of talent and skill. It's going to come out somehow, somewhere. You can't hide it. You know, there was many times I'm a right-handed shooter. I write with my left hand. So, therefore, I was able to do things with my left hand also. You know, I pitched quarterback and shot basketball with my right hand, but my left hand controls the team. So, my left hand was supposed to be my baby girl. That was supposed to be the one that dominated sports. But my right hand turned out to be... That uh, dominant hand somehow, some way. Don't know how that happened, but it's how it happened for me. And um, I mean, I just had many great encounters. You know, I was playing a baseball game one day. I was supposed to pitch this particular game, but I cut my hand, had stitches in my hand, so I had to sit up in the game. And while the game was in session, uh, while my team was, uh, it was the last inning. And if the score wins, I'm, you know, if the, if the team gets the ball and get a big hit, they will win because the bases were loaded, last inning, and there was no out. Okay? Now, if a baseball player can understand what I'm saying, he knows the deal about that. You know, bases loaded, uh, no out, and the last inning. So the coach looked at me and said, um, go ahead and give it a try. So I took the guards off my hand because I had stitches in it. So I took the guards off my hand, went out there and pitched to those guys for the first time that day. And I stuck all three of them out, and we won the game. Absolutely amazing. We've got a great guest with us today. So how do we get this book? Uh, the book is uh, on Amazon.com. And the best keyword for this is uh, you can type in, I did not know Brian T. And what I would like to also uh, speak about is how God allowed me to be a horrible uh, experience, if I can say that. Because, like I said, uh, when I was on the street, I was robbed three times. Uh, I was in three cars that got shot at. Uh, they stole money from me three times. I had nine fist fights. So all of that is fine telling me that this is not a good thing to live. This is not a good lifestyle. So what I believe that God allowed me to see was I was getting high one day, and my heart stopped beating for 11 minutes, and I went into a coma for 10 days. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. And I was in the hospital for eight months, you know. Um, when I was in the hospital, you know, I, I met some nice people, you know. The people who received injuries, probably not exactly how I received mine because two, you know, different situations. But they all were drug-related. You know, because we all was in the same room. We all confessed that, yes, we did true. One guy got shot 10 times with 10 bullet holes in his body. He lived. Another guy was thrown off a bridge. 
What? What is okay? You got to tell me the story about the about the guy who got thrown off a bridge, brother. You know, you know. What know, in the know. world happened here, man? See, right there. That's 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 drug. See, that's the people's minds on drugs. Fuck. Only, only a, yeah. I'm amazed. Yeah. I I'm just amazed. There's some stories out there, you know, and what I would like for the people <laughs> Holy to smokes. see is, what I like what I would like for the people to see is see, people like us, you know what I'm saying? God didn't give up on us. So what I believe is God wants to use us to talk to these young people. But nobody see it as that. All they see is a man in a wheelchair or a person who's on crutches or a guy who's paralyzed. That's all they see. But they 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 have been injured due to drug life. Due to the same thing that's causing all this crime, drugs. And they have a message for these young black men. Or I, I, don't, I shouldn't say a certain race, but the reason why I say young black men is because all my experiences were around black people. You know, it was, it was, it was the three, it was black men that robbed me three times. It was black men that shot at me. It was a black men that stole from me. So that's why I said black men. You know, every race is going through this, this drug ordeal. So, I just want to put that out there. I'm not trying to direct uh, my attention or the, the listeners to just one race, but all my experiences have dealt with nothing but the black community. I just wanted to clarify that. Just amazing stuff. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. So you're a huge deal in the sports world, and you're you've got all this God-given talent. What yeah. took you down the path to kind of throwing it all away? Yes, basically. It all started um, in high school as a freshman. You know, I was on the basketball team. They always smoked marijuana every, you know, single day after practice. But I was always the guy, you know, iron lips, you know, take a hit of the weed, it ain't number weed. And I'm like, nah, nah, you know, I'm one. And the reason I wanted to point out, you know, the weed thing, because most people who are who move on to narcotics, they all started with marijuana. May find one or two who skipped over the marijuana and ran to the uh, narcotics, but most people, all my friends, see, I'm going off of what I've seen, the experiences that I've seen through uh, my friends. All my friends started with marijuana, and years later, he ventured off into other drugs. So. You know, legalizing marijuana, you know, nowadays, but in my days, it was not legal. You know, I'm talking about in the 90s, in the 80s, it was not legal. So, the mind started with marijuana, you know what I'm saying? If you're not strong to just use marijuana or, or, or whatever, as a it's for medicine. You know, see, people are using it for personal uh, purposes right now. It's supposed to be prescribed to you. But not everybody using it. Oh, this is legal. This is no. It's, it's not legal in your hands. You don't have a prescription for it. It's still illegal to certain people because they're getting it off the corner. They're getting it off uh, wherever. It's illegal. They made it legal to uh, for it to be prescribed, not to be purchased off the corner. But everybody's you know uh, trying to justify that. Oh, this this legal? No, it's not legal in your possession. You have got an incredible story, brother. <laughs> wow. So this book, you, 
you've had this book out there. What has been some feedback that you've gotten from folks on the book? You know what? The key fact that I've got to see, you know, from my hand in my wheelchair, I've sold from my hand more than a thousand copies in about six or seven years. You know, wow. But the feedback that I've is the feedback that I've gotten from this uh, book was a uh, man. It's a uh, it's a powerful story. Um, it's very encouraged. You know, I've gotten great feedback. You know, I haven't had anyone to uh, come and say, "Ah, oh, that you know, that ain't do." Uh, you know, I've gotten great feedback, you know, because the book is written in such a way, you know, I thank God for it. The book is written in such a way and it's worded in such a way to where you can't help but believe the story because it's the truth. It's written in such a way that it grabs your attention and you'll believe it. Well, you are an inspiration, my friend. <laughs> it's just amazing yeah. stuff. Well, before we let you go, if if people want to buy the book or they've purchased the book, uh, how do they get in touch with you online? Do you have like a website or or anything? They can, but they can go to uh, Amazon, of course, to purchase the book. But I don't have uh, a personal website, you know, for any contact me and all that. But you know, they can go to Amazon and. Search for it. You know, you can type in, I did not know Brian Key. And it's in ebook form, which is very cheap, and it's in paper form. So um, it's on Amazon.com. So you all, you're interested, uh, go there, check it out. And the book is for, you know, uh, your teenage child that's in the house, you know, your son, your daughter, or your parent who might be on drugs, you know. It takes a word to heal. You know, the, the, the earth was created by a word, and it takes a word to heal. That's how powerful words are. So, and books are written with words. And I believe this book would touch many lives and save some people from error and cause many people to stay focused and keep their vision going and don't give up. Because, like I said, all it takes is one bad decision, and your next 10 years of life can be horrible. You might think that those 10 years was good because of the money, because the things are going, you know, uh, I guess peaceful, but it all starts with a seed. And the seed of drugs was pending into my brain, and my whole next 10 years was just not prosperous. Okay, I use that word, not prosperous. You know, the whole 10 years was not bad. It was not just all evil, but it wasn't prosperous. That's the word I was looking for. Well, I'll tell you, you are uh, fantastic. Good stuff, man. You're an inspiration. Thanks for making some time for us today. Thanks for coming on our program and chatting with us. You are fantastic, and I definitely want to do this again. Thank you, homie. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, if I don't if I don't talk to you before the holidays, have a have a happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, all that jazz, and uh, good luck with the book. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it, man. There he goes. Quite the story. We've got more coming up on the other side. Welcome to your next edition of the World of Pipes. Chicken Check Barber to
Welcome back to our big broadcast. So, because that interview was 30 minutes long that I did for that job that I'm probably not going to take, and I probably won't be offered it either, um, John O'Connor and Larry Tracy will be included in our next program. Thanks for joining us. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.